unfiltered, uncompromising, hard-hitting, inspirational. Cold Sports presents Conversations. Welcome to Cold Sports Conversations. I am Cole Johnson, and I am so glad that you're able to join us. Strong, boisterous, opinionated, cerebral palsy? How does that link up? How does that sync up? And how does that work? Well, my next guest is willing to show you how. Listen to this person who navigates her way in a non-disabled world as a disabled person. Or is she really? My next guest is the author of I Win and the podcast host for Butterflies of Wisdom, Win Charles. You're going to be inspired as of I because this is our conversation. Win, thank you so much for taking up the time of your busy day to spend time with me and my VIPs. Thank you so much for having me on. And yes, as you mentioned in that lovely interview, I am a snowboarder. And how I do that, and you you are probably thinking she does snowboarding with a physical disability. And my physical disability is cerebral palsy. So, back it up, I was given this opportunity. I learned how to ski and also learned my life, ski. I was put on a walker on skis, and then at the age of 16, the adaptive ski program that I'm still with today goes, we have this new piece of equipment we want you to try. And I said, I'm not for anything. I'll try it. And they're like, okay, it's called a snowboard. And I'm like, okay, now you're teaching me a whole different skill. And then they take me, day one, I'll never forget it. They take me in bottom of the half pipe. And they'll I am not that tall, not that strong. And so, granted, I am learning a whole different kettle of fish as compared to skiing. For those of you who do ski, um, you go right turn, left turn on skis to get down the mountain. And on the occasionally, you see people sitting in what they call bucket skis and bi-ski or mono-ski. And they go sailing down the mountain with this, with an uh, instructor holding on behind them. And so I'm thinking, uh, yeah, you guys take me in bottom of the half pipe to show me this new piece of equipment. And it turns out that I have, since day one, I have never gone back to skiing. Wow. <laughs> wow. It, look, I, I have to actually say myself, I've never I've never been on a snowboard or skated. <laughs> I, 
I, I am in awe of those who actually can navigate themselves and not fall flat on their face, whether it's on ice or on on a on a mountain range. I, I give you credit for actually being well brave enough to actually do it. Yes, yes. All right, so I had the pleasure in that, like I said in the introduction, she's a podcaster. I had the the pleasure of being interviewed by you. And you said on, on on our interview that you didn't you didn't really consider yourself a sports fan, but in doing research, I saw that you said something about the Broncos, you said something about the Patriots, you said something about the Cubs as well. So, not a sports fan? What gives? Oh, oh, I guess I'm a diehard um, Broncos fan. I am well. I am now a diehard. Um, Patriots fan, too, and so, and not being a sports fan, it's my guilty pleasure <laughs> that I don't uh, talk about on my podcast. I actually am a need for steam junkie. It's so funny you say that, because I actually did, I had the opportunity to do the Conai in them. And for those of you who don't know what the Colonel Man is, it's a triathlon. For those of yeah. you who are triathletes, you know that's a swim, a bike, and run, and it's a Olympic distance triathlon. And the reason why they make such a big deal out of the Colonel Iron Man is where it's placed. I mean, talk about sitting on the back of a bike and seen Water Locks for eight hours call. And so eight hours I was staring at Water Locks. And so unfortunately we didn't and I say we because it was me and my able bodied teammate. We did not make the um run portion of the Kona Ironman. We got taken down by the winds and the elks too. And I thought Biking around here was tough. Here is an Aspen, Colorado, by the way. And I thought biking around here here was tough. But I didn't realize that biking in wind and being cold in wind doesn't help. And I didn't have the opportunity to actually do the bike portion. I was actually... Pulled, um, pulled through the swim portion, pulled through the bike portion. And so if you guys look up Rick and Dick Point, Rick, the father of Dick, is now, I'm sorry, Dick, the father of Rick, is now 70. And when they started, Rick has cerebral palsy. He has more severe cerebral palsy. And I do can't speak, uses a computer to speak. And so they started doing Boston Marathon when he was 10, when Rick was 10. So that's what my, um, my need for sports is based off of. That's what we would find based off our triathlete team of. Look into quite so just Google them and 
you'll find a fascinating story there. You think my story is fascinating. Check out those guys. Mm, I definitely will. I definitely will. And I was reading into all of that and, and seeing all these interesting pictures of you uh, <laughs> on bikes and on on skis and on a snowboard. I'm thinking, not a sports fan. Okay. Well, I'll definitely have to ask her on that one. But uh, hearing how hearing how active you are, you must come from an area that basically hypes up being active. So, where were you born and where do you live now? I was, I am born and I still live in Aspen, Colorado. So, yes, uh, if you're not hiking every twice a week, you're, um, you're not responsive to there. So, I try and keep up with those who are active, despite my disabilities and the, despite my health crisis, kind of health crisis I'm going through right now, it's interesting because I asked doctors, I said, do you want me to stop snowboarding? And do you want me to stop going to PT? And do you want me to stop all my physical activity? They're like, if you do that, you'll lose the mobility. And I'm like, okay, you guys, I just, I just asked. I'm following Dr. Dondas. So up until I have this health crisis taken care of, which you can hear on my podcast, what it is, and I will continue sports. I will continue physical therapy. I will continue snowboarding and come back even stronger than I am now. Which I find impossible. I think you're strong as it is. So well, you being stronger, yeah, I would definitely like to see that, and would be cheering <laughs> you on in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, you know, really, out of all the things that that you are or that you have overcome, I actually can honestly say the most interesting part about you is your name. So, what is the origin of you being named Win? Well. That was my paternal grandmother's main full, full name. She actually went by Winifred, which is very old-fashioned, but Pauline Winifred. But she did not like that. So everyone called her Win, W-I-N. And you, you would be surprised how many people spell, spell my name Lot. They add wonky E's to it, wonky N's to it. <laughs> they add two N's. They call me Kelly. And they do all this stuff. But that was my mom's mom's name. Wow. So it actually has a good backstory. That is interesting. Yes. I like that. <laughs> yes, it actually does have a good backstory. And yes. That's my um, legal name on my birth certificate. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I seriously love it. Because no. when I first met you, I, I, I saw when I was like, okay, I really got to get to know this woman. Because this is going to be an yeah. interesting story here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yes. and, and speaking, of, uh, speaking of things I love about you, another is the book that you wrote. Well, I should say one of the books you've written. 
because I'm not speaking to a one-book author. I'm speaking to a multi-book author. Yes. The official title of the book, I Win, Hope in Life, My Journey as a Disabled Woman Living in a Non-Disabled World. I, I just love the framing of that narrative. So tell, tell us more about your book, I Win. I wrote that book at age 23. I'm actually right now working on a sister to that book. And um, because of health getting in the way, that book has stopped. But as soon as my health gets better, I'll pick up the pen again. And write. But getting back to I Come A Win, I wrote that book at age 23, and I had a stop and smell the roses moment before I wrote that book. I actually had two of them, funny enough. And so during my second stop and smell the roses moment, I was in a hospital watching my mother die, my paternal mother die. And so through... Um, medically discomfort that she was in, I asked her, I said, can I write a book on my life? And she goes, yes, as long as you do it gracefully. Gracefully meaning don't spill every family secret we have. <laughs> and so that's why I wrote the book. Because I'm, I'm coming to find out that when you say, I have cancer, people are like, how can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you? What can I do? Right. When people say my child has been diagnosed with a physical disability or a mental disability, they're like, great, next. So I'm coming to find out that the world needs to know what it's really like to live with cerebral palsy. Wow, and that dovetails into my next question. Uh, and obviously, uh, you've talked about this almost since the incept of this this interview that you you have cerebral palsy and you've had it since you were born. And you, you touched on it a little bit. I want to go a little further in that in that vein. So, how has the world treated you upon when they see you for the first time in their lives upon meeting you when they see you with this disability? How has the world treated you? Well, the interesting thing is, I was never bullied in school. I was never picked on, never bullied in school. I think it's because... Um, Every adult that was around me knew better, and I was teaching my friends at age three how to interact with a person with a physical disability. I was the only one um, in my classes with a physical disability. Now, when I went to a fairly small private school, which I ironically teach at now. And so I think that had a huge impact on my life because a lot of the disabled population gets bullied. 
gets picked on for wearing glasses, gets picked on for being a pimply-nosed kid, gets picked on for walking with a walker. I say in my book that um, have I ever been bullied? The answer may surprise you. The answer is no. And I once had I once told a person that, and they go, "Nice to meet you," because um, it surprises people that I've never been bullied. And so I think that the way I was raised by my parents, and yes, I still live with my dad, and I was raised as if I had no disability. I mean, I was skiing with my able-bodied classmates at age three, and I was, they wanted, my parents wanted me to keep up with the able-bodied world. And it's like, sit up and fly right. And we'll, um, and if you can't figure out, try a different way. But don't give um, people the excuses that you have a disability and can't do it. Wow, what a powerful message. What a powerful message. Because I was going to ask you, what, what is the biggest advantage of, of dealing with and overcoming having cerebral palsy? And you nailed it right there. Uh, it is amazing the it's amazing the, the the spirit that you have uh that is what draws me to you you have this this spirit of life where you know i'm i'm aware that you have cerebral palsy because you say it i'm not really aware of it just by dealing with you because it's like for me it's like it's like talking to a friend of mine or talking to a coworker or talking to my wife you know it's it, and or a friend it's just I'm talking to another human being. So I think the one thing that I love about you is that you have done a wonderful job in, in, in saying, look, yeah, I may be disabled, but I still am human and I could do the same things you can do. Probably some yep. things better. <laughs> yes. Just, so yeah, that's my whole point. And that's, um, from day one of publishing my book, I thought, well, if I don't say I have cerebral palsy, it's not going to be hidden in the closet. I'm right out there with it. And it's so interesting because not only my friends and fan base bought the book, but that's what started the podcast because two weeks after the book came out, um, people started asking me, how do you do all this amazing stuff with uh, disability? And I said, okay, well, if I'm going to teach, teach them, quote unquote, how I do all this stuff, why not bring inspirational leaders onto a platform like a podcast? And so, um, because I thought, if people are going to listen to me one more time, say I have several calls and give the same song and dance, they're going to tune me out and now uh, listen to me. So I try and interview people like you and interview amazing rock stars on the um, marketing level and on the um, inspirational level and infuse cerebral palsy in with it. 
wow that <laughs> it's sometimes uh when i listen to you speak i'm just speechless <laughs> wow thank you for the compliment firstly secondly you, your platform is so strong and it, it, it's great to actually consider myself a fan of yours because of that and yes you heard her say that correctly she actually has a podcast and it leads right into my, my next question you're a podcast host and thank you for having me on your show uh, for my audience explain what the concept butterflies of wisdom mean well I'll explain it this way it was originally wins women of wisdom well men got involved so I had to change the name and the reason why I came up with butterflies of wisdom is because I think the caterpillar is a um, weak person and a butterfly they metamorphosis into a strong beautiful butterfly so that's wow. the line behind um, butterflies of wisdom and actually call you're the first person that asked me that I don't share that secret very often on my podcast no. why I named it Butterflies of Wisdom. The last time I got asked that was um, by another podcast host and he goes why didn't you change the name and I said men wanted to be involved but that's the true secret because the butterfly to me means strength and means power. The caterpillar means we're changing into strength and power. Wow, that is a great analogy. Wow. And I, I love that. I love that. And and the thing about the butterfly is that it has the combination of of power and strength and grace as they move about life. And that's such yeah. a great metaphor. Wow. Yeah. That's such a great metaphor. And it's funny that you mentioned woman of wisdom. Because I think that is really the first podcast that I knew that you did. So how did you come up with the concept of Woman of Wisdom? Well, as I said, two weeks after the book came out, I um, I started, okay, I thought, since I can't type, since, I, since it takes me a long time to write these books, why not bring people that I want to interview on to a new platform, and I didn't know at the time, was podcasting. So I tried YouTube. Well, that went fairly well, except the day a fan said to me, I want to listen to Wins Women of Wisdom at the time. And they go, I can't download the audio and multitask. And so I'm like, this this is not going to help my audience grow. This is not going to help me. So then I tried blog talk radio. Well, for those of you that use blog talk radio, it's a lovely podcasting system, but there are days that it wouldn't let me in to um, podcast. And I'm like, I tried the day it wouldn't let me in. I tried with my fan um, base. And then I thought, 
well, I'll switch it over to iTunes. Well, um, unbeknownst to me, there was a ton of pod- podcasting companies. One I'm going, two I'm actually going to recommend for you guys, which I know one that Cole uses is Podbean, and I use Lipson, and there's a ton of podcasting co- hosting companies out there, and so then I put it in iTunes day one, day two, it grew and grew and grew. Now we're at over 32,000 downloads of my podcast, and I'm still doing it with a, even though I have a fancy podcast mic, which I will do after my health classes, I will get back on that fancy podcasting mic, but how I do it is with a conference call line, and then I have the other person call in, we record the conference call line, and that's how I do my interviews. So they, and I said on my podcast, you can actually have a 9 to 5 and a podcast at the same time. People think, oh, podcasting is so difficult. No, I've heard kids in the background. You'll hear my dad talking in the background on one of my podcasts to his girlfriend. And it's like, no, life is life. And so you'll hear the dogs in the background. The ambulances in the background of a New York City podcast that I listen to based off of PT. And it's like background noise, less it's life. So what I try and do, even though I have an editor, I try and leave them as naturally as I can. Mm, wow. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's, it's a great platform. Uh, I definitely cannot say anything horrible about the platform itself. Now, of course, there's 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 gripes we all have, but uh, just the medium itself, love it, love it. And the, me- the medium itself, love it. Technology, not so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> Technology, right. not so much. Right. And I'm throwing that in there to make you feel better, Cole. Uh. We had the disaster of technology this morning you guys and it goes yeah really and i'm like really and call goes i'm so sorry and i said to call you're talking to another podcaster don't worry about it <laughs> well, well thank you I, I i thank you for your patience i appreciate that i, I really do and, and since we're actually on the vein of podcasting and podcasters some of course of my audience are podcasters themselves so considering that you have <laughs> you have and you're trying to start up <laughs> so many podcasts uh you're a pro at this so oh, what tips do you have as uh, as a podcaster to other podcasters you want to share number one just get out there and do it number one just get out there and do it number two pick your passion and pick your poison and be cons- number three, be consistent. When I say be consistent, make sure your show is once a week. Or make sure your show is daily, God forbid. And make sure 
you all consistent. Don't go podcast on Monday and then the next week decide on Tuesday. Because once you tell your fan base, your fan base is going to expect every Tuesday and or every Thursday or every Friday. My podcast comes out on Thursdays and Sundays. And I've been held to that to my fans by my fans now because everyone that listens to it, including Cole, um, expects it to pop up in Stitcher or it to pop up in um, iTunes podcasting app on a two on a Thursday or a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> you're right about that. Yeah, fans will hold you to fire in terms of, yeah, you said that you're going to release your show on this day. Where is it? Yeah, you're right yes. about that. Yes. <laughs> you are 100% correct about that. Now, in the interview that we had on your show, you had a wonderful question you asked me about Aaron Andrews, and it made me want to ask you this in return. Uh, many women have inspired me to do a lot of things. And and I'm, of course, am here because of a woman, both in <laughs> birth and actually with this podcast. So who do you admire? How many uh, say let me rephrase it. What women out there do you admire? Who who inspires you to be the best win she can be? Well, the there's actually two of them, and um, one of them doesn't even know she's my idol, but um, one of them I had on, I had the opportunity to interview. There's actually three of them in tour, one in the podcasting realm, one in the sports um, realm, and then we'll get to that in a minute, and then one in the personal realm and I'll start with the paternal realm. It would have to be my biological mom who I lost um, in 2010 to a late aneurysm slash vital meningitis and she was my aide up until the day she died even when functioning with a late aneurysm. She showered me and got me going and uh, that was an interesting little challenge because at the time we didn't know that she had a brain aneurysm and I come to um, find out through my interviews that I was I was actually interviewing the husband who started Lisa Kohler Gossi Foundation Lisa Colin Gossi was a very famous newscaster in New York. She actually fell in the news truck and had a brain aneurysm. So what I'm coming to find out is that doctors are not trained to spot brain aneurysm. They think it's the flu. They think it's a very bad splitting headache. But I'm coming to find out that... Um, what we're doing, what the Lisa Kellogg Foundation 
is doing is promoting the awareness of land items. So that would be someone in the, I guess you would say, champion realm that inspires me to keep promoting the awareness of land items. And in the sports realm, you'll get a kick out of this call. There's a woman who I had the chance to interview. She's actually a friend of mine. And she started a program called the Bridging Bionics Foundation. And what the Bridging Bionics Foundation does is let the paralyzed walk and let people with cerebral palsy walk. And how we do it is get in an exoskeleton, which was invented by Harvard and Berkeley, the two schools, Harvard School and Berkeley. And then it was funded by the U.S. Army. Now they're using it for medical um, rehabilitation and research. And we believe that I am the only woman with cerebral palsy walking in the exo and my inspiration behind that is Amanda Box Hill and if you google Amanda Box Hill you guys you will find a fairly inspirational woman behind that she um, has done two TED talks and then she um, has just been all over the place And so I think that is the women that inspire me. Lisa Colgothy, Amanda, and of course my paternal mom. Wow, three strong women. Oof. Yep. Yeah. 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 Powerful, powerful. Powerful woman. Yeah, yeah. So what is your hope with your brand, uh, Woman of Wisdom, Butterflies of Wisdom, and countless books you've written, and and your motivational speaking. What, uh, where do you see your brand going? Well, I hope eventually to gracefully walk out of education because, as you um, guys know, that teachers don't get paid very much. So I hope to see that um, level of respect for cerebral palsy goes high up, and I hope to basically walk away from education one of these days and teach the world about cerebral palsy. And I believe you would do a wonderful job at doing that, and you're well on your way. You are well on your way. All right, well... I know that you're a busy woman and you have to go. So do you have any last words, any parting shots, any words of wisdom, like you haven't dispensed any already, that you'd like oh. to leave with my VIPs? And I would, um, I actually have two. If you heard Cole speaking and me not speaking, that's because I was muting my mic. So Cole Cole wouldn't have to edit out coughing attacks. And so that's what you guys have to do when 
you still at a podcast. You can't be that transparent and have coughing attacks in the middle of the podcast. So just use the power of mute. And uh, you guys know the power of mute. And my last piece of advice is if you can dream it, you can live it. And that is based off my girlfriend's book. My girlfriend also has cerebral palsy. Her name is Danielle Coulter. And two weeks after my book came out, she said, I'm going to write the book. Now, granted, this woman has a heavy speaking impediment. You can barely understand her. She has time didn't know how to write a book, and I said, okay, I support you as my dear. It took her one year to write that book, but she managed to type it, and she managed to get it out there, and it's called, If Dan Can Sled, You Can Do It Too, Sledding as in Snowboarding, and so look that book up on Amazon, you guys, and you can you can Figure out why I snowboard and how I snowboard. She invented the system that I use. And so you guys can figure that one out. And please, please, please go listen to Butterflies of Wisdom. And please leave a review for any of your favorite podcasters on the planet, including Miss Cole Johnson. And... Because all that does is help iTunes push. It doesn't really help iTunes push out the show. Podbean or Lipson help iTunes push out the show. But the higher we get up, the better off we are in um, podcasting land. And more people will be inspired by Carl and myself and all the other thousands of podcasters out there and when I type in butterflies with some last time I typed it in in iTunes it came up as number three. I want it as number one you guys and I'm sure Cole Sports wants to be number one so he can get more powerful and inspirational guests on his show as well. Yes I do and your platform definitely deserves to be number one. Uh uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, support this woman. Her mission really is important, and I am so blessed to actually know her. Uh, so definitely listen to her podcast. Definitely pick up her book, I Win. Uh, it, it, it will bless your life. Uh, win, Kelly Charles. Win. Thank you so much. And say hi to Danielle for me, too. Uh, I, it, it's, it's wonderful to actually get another bit of understanding as to who she is. So. Thank you, and say hello to everybody for me. Thank you. But once again, that was Wynn Charles, author of I Win, and podcast host for Butterflies of Wisdom. And you can check out her book on Amazon.com where, or wherever books are sold. I really believe that you will be touched with her story as I continue to be no matter how I go about my days. If you happen to like this episode or any episode you've heard thus far, regular show, special, or interview, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports 
with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook, Cole Sports, Sports with a Z. Make your voice heard. Make your presence felt. Come on down to the Cole Sports VIP room. You can search in groups. It's in Facebook, Cole Sports, Sports with a Z. My great white friends up north, Sports with a Z. You can also follow me on social media platforms galore. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Plus, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, Acast, TuneIn, and Blueberry. Like, share, rate, review, subscribe. More importantly, though, follow me on ColdSports.com. That is ColdSports.com. You can check out this episode or any previous episode on Cold Sports with a Z. Dot com. No matter what you do, though, with this brand, I do more importantly than anything else want you to enjoy the content. For the intelligent sportsman, I am Cole Johnson bringing you sports on another level. And this is another Cole Sports presentation of conversations. And as always, Keep the conversation going.